the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. So as we speak, Senator Ted Cruz is getting ready to hold a rally with J.D. Vance in Medina, Ohio, just a little bit south of Cleveland along I-71. We'll have another rally in Ohio today. Uh, the polls, J.D. Vance and Tim Ryan, continue to be um, very, very close. Most of them are within the margin of error. Suffolk University USA Today poll uh, shows Ryan and J.D. Vance in a dead heat. Now, the hope is that Republicans are being undersampled in polls, but I'm not comfortable with that, honestly. I'd, I'd feel much better if I would see J.D. Vance ahead of Tim Ryan by six points, like I see Marco Rubio ahead of Val Demings in Florida by six points. So this is not a slam dunk. You can't say, ah, everybody says Vance is going to win. This is what scares me. We keep saying, Vance is going to win, Vance is going to win, Vance is going to win. Nobody's saying, Vance could lose this. If you're even in the polls, it's, to me, pretty obvious you could lose it. And if we get Ryan and Sherrod Brown as our senators from Ohio, Man, ugh. that's like O.J. Simpson being a women's rights advocate. I mean, come on. This can't happen, all right? Because those two guys are left of left. So it was nice yesterday to hear uh, that uh, Ted Cruz is coming to Ohio because I think conservatives have an appreciation for him staying in the fight. And I got the chance to visit with him just shortly before the end of yesterday's show. And I was, you know, surprised. I didn't know he was doing this. I, I didn't know this was an endeavor that was something he was undertaking on behalf of more than just J.D. Vance. But this is part of what Ted Cruz has been doing, this bus tour. So I asked him, what's he doing in Ohio and why J.D. Vance? I am in the middle of a 17-state national bus tour where we are crisscrossing the state uh, doing a total of 25 rallies for 32 candidates, covering 9,121 miles. So, so far, the bus tour has been through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Kansas, Missouri, and Iowa. We're in Ohio tomorrow, and then from there we go to Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Michigan, and back to Texas. And, and the reason I'm doing this is simple. I, I think this election is the most important election of our lifetime. I think the path we're on as a country is is profoundly misguided. I think the people of Ohio are hurting. They're seeing the ravages of out-of-control inflation, the prices of everything going up, the price of food, of rent, of mortgages, of gasoline skyrocketing. They're seeing crime out of control with, with Democrat policies to abolish or defund the police, uh, soft-on-crime district attorneys who are releasing violent criminals, and, and they're saying the chaos at the southern border, the worst illegal immigration we've had in 62 years, 4.4 million people have entered the country illegally under Joe Biden. Mm. And I think the people of Ohio recognize this path doesn't make any sense. They want to change. I think J.D. Vance is going to win. 
but I think it's critical for the men and women of Ohio to show up and vote for J.D. Vance and, and, and make that happen if you don't like uh, the direction the country's headed today. Well, I think you're absolutely right, and uh, I applaud you for taking the time out of your schedule to do the rally. I'm sorry you had to dig into your 401k to afford the gas, but uh, that's where we all are. <laughs> and your words about crime are red on the money. We in Columbus in the past 10 days have had four, four teenagers die while being murdered by other youth. The crime problem in Columbus wow. does not get the headlines that it does in Philadelphia or Baltimore or New York or L.A., San Francisco, but it is real here, and it has completely changed the viewpoint people in the suburbs have of going to downtown Columbus to see a hockey game, see a minor league baseball game, to attend a concert, and this is real all across the country. Look, I, I got to tell you, this this is you're right. It is real everywhere everywhere you go. Just on this bus tour, the day I was in Arizona, there was a professor at University of Arizona shot and killed on campus. Mm-hmm. The the next day, I was in Nevada. I was in Las Vegas, and you had a mass stabbing at 11 a.m. on the Las Vegas Strip, right mm-hmm. in the middle of the casinos, in the middle of the day. An illegal immigrant who'd been released from jail over and over again, and and the consequence of these these policies when you let violent criminals out of jail, when you let violent criminals cross the border illegally, when you refuse to deport them, when you refuse to keep them in jail, the result is a lot of innocent people lose their lives, and and, and this is happening everywhere, and I think it's a big part of the reason. That, that that voters are fed up and saying, look, you guys are not looking out for my family and and our security and, and, and our safety. Senator Ted Cruz is our guest, Texas Senator. You can follow him on Twitter, at Ted Cruz. He also does the Verdict podcast with Michael Knowles from The Daily Wire. It's a great listen. His book, One Vote Away, underscored the importance of keeping a conservative majority on the Supreme Court. We've seen the importance of that with the overturn of Roe versus Wade. And Senator Cruz has a new book coming out in uh, five days. It'll be available, Justice Corrupted, How the Left Weaponized Our Legal System. Uh, Senator Cruz, tell us a little bit about this book. It sounds somewhat in line with your previous book about the Supreme Court, but what will you delve into in this book? What's important for Americans to know? Well, Justice Corrupted really focuses on the politicization of the Department of Justice and the FBI and the intelligence community. And, you know, the, the, the book begins with what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, mm. where a 14-year-old girl was sexually assaulted at school by a boy wearing a skirt in the girl's bathroom. And the school denied it happened. They refused to call in law enforcement. In fact, they transferred the boy to another school where he sexually assaulted another little girl. Um, when the parents went to the school board meeting and spoke up, the school board insisted it didn't happen. There's no such thing as any boys wearing skirts assaulting girls in the girls' bathroom. They had a political ideology they were committed to. The, the, the father, understandably, was furious and said, look, my daughter was raped at school, and, and you're ignoring it. They ended up arresting the father, throwing him on the ground, handcuffing him. And then shortly thereafter, the National Association of School Boards wrote a letter to Joe Biden asking the Biden administration to target parents who go to school boards, target them as domestic terrorists using the Patriot Act. And six days later, boom, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, wrote a memo to the FBI directing the FBI to go after parents. It was an abuse of power, and, and it is it is using the machinery of government to target 
Biden's political opponents. And, and I got to say, early on in the book, I talk about Richard Milhouse Nixon. Nixon tried to do this. Nixon tried to use DOJ, tried to use the FBI, tried to use the IRS to target his political opponents. And then the system, by and large, worked. Those agencies mostly refused to cooperate, and Nixon rightly resigned in disgrace. And, and what this book points out is what Nixon tried to do, Barack Obama succeeded in doing, using government to target his political enemies, and now they put hard partisans in senior career positions at DOJ and the FBI, and it has metastasized under Joe Biden in a way that is really dangerous, and we're seeing the FBI raid Donald Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. We're seeing the FBI raiding pro-life activists, guns drawn in front of their children, and it is profoundly dangerous when what is supposed to be a nonpartisan, apolitical enforcement of justice gets treated as a weapon to target your political enemies. That's what we're seeing right now today. Yeah, we certainly are. Senator Ted Cruz of Texas is our guest. we got about 30 seconds left, and I I just wonder, uh, Senator, I've said with Joe Biden, what's open should be closed and what's closed should be open. The border should be closed. It's open. The, The domestic oil production spigot should be open. It's closed. If we get the red wave, we want control of the Senate and the House. What can you guys do to reroute the track of the Biden administration? Look, we need real oversight. We need people who will stand and fight. We need to defund the 87,000 new IRS agents. We need to put all that money at the southern border. And we need leaders with guts. That's why I'm supporting J.D. Vance, because I believe he'll stand and fight, be energized and mobilized to take Ohio back and take our country back. Amen to that. That's what we're about tonight at the Battleground Talkers Tour at Genoa. If you'd like to be a part of it, get your tickets online free if you like them. 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com. Hugh Hewitt, Eric Metaxas, and also Mike Gallagher and Brandon Tatum all in town. I have a hard time remembering my uh, my Salem talk show hosts and who's coming tonight. I'll be emceeing it. Look forward to seeing you. Uh, Joe Biden is standing at a podium at the White House right now crowing about reducing inflation and how if Republicans are elected in the midterms, it will ruin America. Things are great, you idiots! Don't you know how great you have it? Don't you know? Not a joke! I'm not joking about this. People love to be told when uh, bacon is $8 a pound, when it used to be on sale for $2.99, when gas is $3.80 a gallon. And it used to be two thirty nine a gallon. Uh, they love to be told that everything's great. Don't you understand what an awesome job I'm doing as president? Don't you understand all these idiots standing behind me are fantastic, economic, brilliant people making these policies uh, bring prosperity into your lives? Don't you love hearing that? What's wrong with you people? Don't you understand what a great president I am? That's pretty much the summation of what Joe Biden is saying right now at the podium in the White House. We're changing people's lives. Oh, yes, you are. That's true. You are changing people's lives. You are making them worse. Worse. I just can't get away from how bad a strategy it is to, on one hand, see every poll out there that says the economy and inflation are the major issues people care about. 
and you continue to pound the pulpit, abortion, 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 insurrection, 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 threat to the democracy, existential threat, climate change, climate change, climate change. You could not be more disconnected from reality than Joe Biden and his White House. So uh, I didn't really have a chance to edit this as tightly as I would like to, but this is kind of like throwing darts. You can pretty much position your cursor anywhere along the timeline of where Joe Biden is talking, and you'll find something, I'm going to guess, within 20 seconds. Let's play a game, shall we? Within 20 seconds of me just randomly positioning my cursor here on what Joe Biden's talking about, how long will it take me to find uh, an outright, easy-to-prove lie? I will not cut Medicare, no matter how hard they work at it. Folks, we know what the Republican Congress will do if they regain power. They're telling us. They're being straight up about it. Okay, hold on a second. Didn't he just tell, was it Scott Pelley on uh, 60 Minutes? or What are they for? What are they for? They never say what they're for. Now he just said the Republicans are telling you what they're going to do. They're straight up about it. More. They're going to repeal lower prescription drug prices I just signed into law and raise drug prices. That's a lie. They are not going to do anything of the sort in that Biden's drug price drops do not take effect for at least a year, maybe two and three and four years in some cases. I've gone through this millions of times on this show. Oh, we're going to do this. We are lowering. Yeah, out there like three years from now, we are lowering. Well, they're in the process of being lowered. Are they lowered now? No, they're not. They're going to cut Social Security and Medicare. That is such. They are not going to cut Social Security and Medicare. You know what? You know what they deem a cut in Social Security and Medicare to? People who do not need them, means test people who have money and don't really need Social Security. And I get it. You go, I paid into it. I should have it. Here's the deal. You have to sacrifice when you're fine and other people aren't fine and Social Security is going bankrupt. I don't think it's a big ask for people who don't need Social Security to be means tested to say, look, you're, you're pulling in like 200 grand a year. No, you don't need your $4,000 a month Social Security payment. If if Republicans are for that, and I'm not even saying they are, but when he talks about they're cutting Social Security, he can find a way to portray it as a cut in Social Security for people like my mom and dad, if they were still with us, people like normal, everyday, ordinary people who've worked a factory job or worked a sales job or worked and they have a retirement coming in and they rely heavily on Social Security, that is an outright lie that Republicans are going to cut your Social Security. They're going to cut Social Security and Medicare. Nope. They'll pass massive tax cuts for the wealthy, make them permanent, but they're not now the individual tax cuts. Okay, so he's not wrong about the fact that they want to make the Trump tax cuts permanent. What did the Trump tax cuts do? Well, I don't know. Let's do a comparison. Was the economy better when there was no 15% mandatory tax on corporations? Or is the economy better now when corporations are starting to tighten their belt, realizing that they're going to have to start paying 15% mandatory corporate tax rates? you I know it's easy for people to go, wow, those big corporations, they should pay taxes. Phenomenal. How many big corporations do you know that if you hit them with an additional 50, first of all, how many corporations have a 15% profit margin? How many? Let's say, let's say there's some, let's say they have a 30% profit margin and they're existing on a 30% profit margin. What do you think is going to happen 
when you cut their profit margin in half and cut it to 15% by taking 15% of corporate taxes. What do you think is going to happen? They're not going to raise their prices on you. Oh, no. They don't. They didn't really like having 30% profits. They weren't delivering results to their investors who then bought their stock, which gave them more money to expand their business and hire more workers and get bigger and get better. No, they're not going to do that if you take 15% of their profits away. They're just going to say, oh, okay, it's time we pay more in taxes to the government. That's wonderful, great, fantastic. This is such an inane position that the Biden administration has that you can raise taxes, institute a mandatory tax of 15% on corporations, and not expect you and me to pay for it in numerous ways. Number one, less jobs. First thing they're going to do is go through, a corporation going to go through and say, who can we eliminate? Whose salary can we eliminate? Whose, whose benefits can we eliminate? Whose 401k can we stop matching? You cut a corporation's tax, cut a corporation's profits by 15%, I guarantee you they're going to go through an austerity program, and I guarantee you the common everyday worker and consumer of their products is going to be the big loser. That is just, that is an inarguable fact. The other thing, when Trump cut taxes on corporations, what did corporations start to do? All the money they had overseas, all the assets they had overseas, they realized, you know what, we don't have to go overseas to make our stuff. We can bring all that money back here, hence we can hire more people. Did the economy get better? Look, you, if you're a Democrat and you say no to that, you're just a flat-out liar. So this is such a stupid position from the Biden administration. And they count on, they count on your gullibility in telling you, oh, Republicans don't want corporations to pay taxes. They're going to give the tax breaks to the rich. Well, when you give people who have capital to invest in business additional capital by cutting their taxes— they are most likely going to invest it in more enterprises that will hire more workers and your wages will go up. What happened in the housing market when mortgages were 0%? Could you afford more house or less house? Just picture yourself as a house-buying corporation of one. Could you buy a bigger house or can you buy a bigger house now that mortgage rates have gone up to 6%? That's only a 6% tax increase on you. And you can afford less house, right? So if you're a corporation and your taxes get raised 15%, is that going to be good for your business or bad for your business? And if it's bad for business, it's bad for the American worker, and it's bad for America. These policies are, look, I didn't major in economics. It's been a long time. I'm not going to say how many years since I took economics courses in college. This is stupidity. It's stupidity uh, disguised as every man, Union Joe, for the little guy. It's such garbage. He's either this stupid or this evil, and I think it's both. It's maddening listening to this guy lie, and these three stooges standing behind him. Tell him, Joe. Tell him. Let's grab more power, more power. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.